Oh, that's a noisy car. <laughs> oh, there's the music going. Roll up the windows here. Turn off the air blower. Ooh, it's a bit cool. It's cool this morning. We've been having lovely weather here uh, at uh, where we are at, which is Bridal Falls. I'm ready. So, uh, Mr. Anderson and I have moved the Landmaster. We are now at a place called Bridal Falls. Uh, I like Bridal Falls much better than uh, Cultus Lake. The sites at Cultus Lake are very tiny, or they're very close together. They're small, and they're close together. So you end up having... Uh, you know, you're sitting in your dining room and right outside your window is a family sitting at their picnic table all kibitzing and carousing and whatever. And uh, one of the other unique things that I, we enjoy, <laughs> that's an air quotes around enjoy, is the, uh, the kids at the picnic table, they're, they're all on laptops, like three kids on laptops, and uh, they're all playing murder, murder, bang, bang, gun games. <laughs> and they're yelling at each other, you know, get the guy on the roof, get <laughs> stuff like that, right? So these kids, I mean, this is the form of play we have in the 2020s. Um, kids sitting outside <laughs> at a picnic table internetting each other and yelling both through their headsets and across the table to each other. So so there's that. Now there's one good thing is happening is <laughs> the damn kids are going back to school whether they like it or not. <laughs> I think uh, uh, let them all get COVID but uh, I'm looking forward to the children not being in the campsites anymore because they'll all be going to school, I hope. Um, so the, the campsites are going to be a lot less uh, full soon. We have one more weekend. This is the last uh, coming up. Today is the Friday. And, uh, and uh, it is uh, the long weekend, the Labor Day weekend, September, whatever, the 5th or something. <coughs> So after, so this weekend is going to be hell around the campsites. There's going to be campfires and kids and dogs and whatever. And gran we have a granny beside us right now. She's a feisty old girl. <laughs> she complains about everything. She knows tons of people in this campground. So they all stop by and you know chatting and they're just complaining about things. I don't know what they're complaining about, but she's very animated and uh, uh, boisterous in her vocalizations. They got a little uh, Toyota. Uh, the, what is that car that Toppy has? <laughs> Toppy's behind me and he's on my tail. Gotta get. Gotta get, uh, got my revs up here. Um, uh, is the Echo? What is that car? God, I can never remember what car Toppy drives. And they're like, there's a million of them. They're actually not making them anymore, I think, right? The Toyota Yaris. Is it the Yaris? 
I got it. Uh, you know, my memory is so... I'm really turning into my father. Like, no doubt about it. Because my mem- I cannot remember things. I don't know where I put things. I lose things all the time. I really am working very hard to, to develop my systems, air quotes, systems, where I know that this thing belongs in this cupboard or and like putting things away because I fucking lose stuff all the time and I forget what I did I make copious notes you know I I've been doing all I have all these deep business dealings that I'm dealing with uh, and so I have a file for every little project and I have to have my notes because if I don't have my notes uh Um, I lose, I, I, I forget what the important things are, so, oh, the roundabouts, <clears throat> um, so I'm just on my way to the secret compound, I gotta drop off a bunch of stuff and pick up a few more things at the secret compound, uh, my storage locker, I, uh, need some salt, ran out of salt, so I, we don't keep everything we need in the RV because there's limited space. So I can't have spare salt. So I got to go get my uh, kosher salt. Uh, my salt uh, shakers are empty. Everyone is in such a hurry today. I'm on doing on the. I'm at the 50 kilometer, um, uh, 50 kilometer an hour roadways, and people are just. And I'm doing 50 miles an hour. That's like 90. Oh, yeah, turn off. Thanks. Oh, give me some breathing room. Um, so speaking of projects, I got to go up north again. Now we're starting to uh, orient ourselves to moving north for the winter. It's completely opposite of what <laughs> retired people should be doing. Uh, so I'm starting to move stuff up uh, to the winter house and I have to go deal with one of my other houses I gotta get a boiler the hot water in in floor heating boiler busted in my retirement house so I gotta go fix that so I gotta go up north so whenever I go up north I like to grab things and take them up from the secret compound storage facility uh, you know, take them, take those things up to the winter house. Uh, so I gotta start getting, I gotta get a car moved up there. I got a bunch of furniture to move and all that kind of stuff. So there's all kinds of things happening around here. Now, this car we're in, we're in Dorian Gray today. Uh, Dorian Gray named uh, for the story by, uh, uh oh, not Orson Welles, um, that, uh, that gay guy <laughs> from the tw- 1920s. What's his name? Anyway, a picture of Dorian Gray. Uh, Dorian Gray is going in to get its air conditioning. Now that summer is over, we're going to get the air conditioning uh, condensers put in and my new struts. Very looking forward to getting my new struts uh, put on this car. Uh, so I got to get that car into service. That's going to be next week, I think. Uh, 
so do you know about the picture of Dorian Gray? Um, uh, Dorian Gray has a picture in his attic, um, and uh, Dorian Gray is uh, never ages. He stays the same age. The way that he does it is people. He, uh, do people look at the picture of Dorian Gray, and is that how they die? And the 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 picture sucks the life out of people, or Dorian Gray has to kill people. I can't remember the specifics, but there's this picture of a portrait of Dorian Gray as a young man that he has somehow gotten done. And uh, as people die, uh, Dorian Gray stays young, and his picture ages. tires I have on this car, they're getting old. They're really slippery and slick. Uh, they're not, uh, they're, they're not, they're at the end of their life. They've had them. Oh, there's a cop right there. Uh, remember when I was talking about doing 90 in a 50 zone? There's, he's pinging, he's pinging us. Go, oh, double ping, double ping. Oh, sneaky. <laughs> Keep your eye on that guy. We have to come back this way. He'll be there still. Um, here we go. There's a guy. We just passed a cop and a dude's passing me doing 70 in the 50. Ugh. Young kids these days. Uh, so anyway, back to Dorian Gray. The picture gets old, Dorian Gray stays young, people die, so that's why I named this car Dorian Gray, because as I was, when I bought it, um, uh, I was having some sort of a midlife crisis, or some sort of crisis, some, not necessarily midlife, probably an identity crisis, and I thought this, since this car is gray, or silver, thought Dorian Gray was a good name for it because it represented never-ending life, youth, and uh, uh, virility. <laughs> uh, okay, so good news. I'm, uh, You know what? I'm just coming up to the compound here. I think I'll stop for a moment. Go ahead, buddy. I'm not in any hurry. Um, let a guy walk across the street. The guy's is kicking up a bunch of dust with his blower, leaf blower. Um, when I, uh, I'm, I'm now at the secret compound. And what I'll do is, when I get done there, I'll tell you about my father, uh, who uh, has uh, got some good news about Daddy-O. So, uh, just one moment, please. Someone's busted and hit the uh, pylon that has the the uh, code entry code thing on it. <laughs> Access granted. 
Okay, so we are all done at the secret compound. And, uh, oops, sorry, gate. Oh, gate's too nervous. Don't get too close. It'll stop. All right, let's try again. There we go. Yeah, and we gotta wait for the gate to close. Be here for a moment. So, good news. Daddy O uh, has been sprung from the hospital, and uh, he is now in a temporary assisted living situation, and he will be moving to a private room, uh, a private, uh, you know, a single studio suite type of a thing. Um. At some point, uh, very near where my brother lives, in the same town where my brother lives. Uh, just waiting for that space to come available. But it's all approved. He's uh, in line for it. And so, you know, it's, it's absolutely no ETA. He's so hard to get information. Uh, and I can understand why. I don't know if they need to wait for someone to die or something to clear up a space, but th they don't tell you what the delay is. Because currently, sorry, I'll roll up my window. Currently, he is in um, uh, he's in a, a, a joint room, like a shared room. So there's three other old dudes in this uh, it's basically a hospital room with four hospital beds in it right so now they have is a curtain to for privacy so four guys are sharing this one room and I think there's only one bathroom um, uh, but this is uh, this is the temporary situation um, for for him and it's in a town that's about uh, an hour and a half away from where my brother lives so the the prospect of having visitations, ugh, God, it's gross. There's a lot of dead animals on the road around here, out here in the country. <laughs> so there's not much, uh, you know, limited opportunities for my brother to visit. And even the visitation situation is, uh, you know, you got to book weeks in advance, and you only get 45. You're allowed to have a 45-minute visit. Uh, which is something because these are care homes, right? These are extremely high-risk areas, uh, high-risk uh, um, facilities for the spreading of the COVID. And you know, old people get it, and they're they're goners. Um, so, you know, in my country, uh, up until recently, the biggest problem has been like a lot. Many of the COVID deaths are related to these care homes, right? It gets into the care home and it just uh, moves all around. So it's very hard to keep people isolated and safe and uh, you know, in, in these care homes. So, so uh, you can understand the uh, um, extra special uh, care that they're taking to maintain the safety of their residents, which obviously we appreciate. And then the other thing is uh, people are just getting a little lazy and 
partying and uh, they're not maintaining their distances and gathering in uh, in large groups in enclosed spaces here in British Columbia. We're hovering around 100 cases per day in British Columbia. Um, and, and the occasional death, uh, you know, I don't know what the death, death rate is right now, but, you know, one or two a week, possibly, people are dying from COVID still in British Columbia. Um, so we've really, it's really ramped up. The, uh, the transmission is, is getting worse. Here I am now going out into, into town, going into town. And uh, I better do the speed limit because there's coppers everywhere. People who say I never do the speed limit. 70 kilometers is uh, 40, 50, 40, oh, what is it? I don't know. Let's do 35. <laughs> we'll split the difference. 38. Um, uh, I think it's uh, 70 kilometers is 40 miles an hour. Fifth. 80 kilometers is 50, oh, so 45, I think 70 is 45, yeah, let's go with that, 45, uh, so, um, you know, it's been a busy summer, right, uh, not only are we moving around our, our RV every three weeks or so, um, we've been out visiting friends and relatives and stuff like that, and that's been quite good, um, but I thought I'd have a lot more time to be doing things. I really had intended to go visiting, to do a lot more visiting with people, such as the quack doctor. I want to go see the quack doctor because I, uh, you know, I, I'm, I don't know that I'm even closer to him now or not. <laughs> but I'm out in the general area where the quack doctor lives. I'd like to go visit the quack doctor. Maybe he's not taking visitors. I don't know. He may be a get away from me, you COVID-infected uh, scumbag. <laughs> but I really had intended to be doing a lot more, you know, lazy days of summer, lackadaisical, uh, 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 sort of like not doing anything. But it's turned out to be mostly busy. Now I got a garbage truck on my ass in that 80 kilometer zone uh, and, and there's cops I know there's going to be a cop somewhere and I'm going to get it because the garbage truck is pressuring me to speed god damn you garbage trucks so uh, let me put some distance before I before we get to the uh, speed trap which I know is going to be up here at this intersection let's get away from that garbage truck Um, so I've got, before we head north, which is middle of October, it is now the first week of September, I have a month, six weeks about, uh, of time remaining down here in, uh, out in the Fraser Valley, and, uh, and then we're heading north, so I gotta get my vis visiting done, so I should start lining up some of that stuff. Uh, okay, well, I'm gonna be hitting onto the freeway here. I got a garbage truck uh, come just uh, nailing me up my trumpet here, 
So I'll say my goodbyes. I'll thank you for listening. I am the Faye Driver. You can email me at podcast at pinkwheelnuts.com. You guys, you really should be listening to the Butt First podcast with Adam Burns and Big Fatty, uh, of which I am a co-host or one of the reams of uh, uh, attendance on the show. Uh, there's some good. There's some good comedy on there with what with uh, Archer's uh, Tar Babies and Adam's Enema Talk and Bidets. That's one of the later episodes, the most recent episodes. I, I'm on that show and it cracks me up when I listen back to it. So I recommend, it's my podcast recommend for you. Sam in the Hinterlands is on that. Chris from New Jersey, from Tennessee, from New Jersey. Um, is on that uh, Archer who else is on there uh, uh, I'm sure I'm missing somebody oh uh, um, uh, the guy from uh, Catching Up uh, uh, the cutie the little cutie with the glasses uh, Mike Lawson see I can't remember <laughs> it's so bad Mike Lawson I'm, I apologize But first podcasts, and I'm pinkwheelnuts.com. Thanks. Goodbye.